Welcome, welcome everyone to the 78th episode of the Peer Podcast. It stands for Politically Entertaining with Evolving Randomness. So in this episode, we have a good amount of policy and bills I want to talk about that I think is very, very essential. And there's one about the news of Los Angeles, which could be a predictor for certain states based on their political orientation. So let's start with the first one. I want to get um, one set of doom and gloom news over with. Los Angeles County has reimposed indoor mask mandate. Which means it doesn't matter if you're vaccinated or not. You have to wear the mask. Okay. We're going to dive into that one. Yep. Will this be a trend for other cities? The cities technically lean Democrat. I won't be surprised if others follow suit. I'll go with California, maybe San Diego and other areas will do it first. And then maybe spread to Oregon, Washington State and then New York State that I'm in. We'll follow suit. Oh, that's why I'm predicting that like this based on um, political orientation. So is this a wise decision? I'm going to get to that. And then one news, which I think um, Biden should be very, very strong in. This is one of the few times I'm saying Biden is doing something pretty good, in my opinion. Not a big fan of him, but I think he's doing good with this one. So he pitches a $400 billion plan to expand Medicaid coverage for home-based care options. So this will affect the home care workforce. Pitch is part of a $2 trillion infrastructure package. $100 billion will go to home and community-based organizations, which I say they needed bad. They suffered a lot. And I think this is one of the few bailouts I would agree with. Not big corporations. If they mess up, they should just suffer the penalties for it. For being so incompetent and so irresponsible money. Okay. So, and then he wants to pay higher wages. I think that'll be a good thing. Because your home care work, it is not very easy. It's not, you just don't go there and clean the house mindlessly. I mean, a lot of people have no idea what all home care workers do. Okay. So I'm going to get more into that. That's one of the news I consider good. And if Biden stays strong and if he croaks and chokes and bends to a Republican pressure now, then I will be utterly disappointed, but I won't be surprised. Because a lot of these politicians are spineless when it comes to doing the right thing. Let's just be very clear here. Then there's one bill, one bill that I think is controversial. It hasn't gotten very far, and I just hope it stays there. Pray to God it stays here because every time when a government wants to do something good, every time they throw billions and billions, not millions, billions of dollars into the problem, ends up not working. Look at the war of drugs, look at the war of poverty. Has things gotten better on those two fronts? And no, I don't think so. They have a horrible track record. And this bill 
is supposed to reduce obesity among the elderly. Yeah, that's what's supposed to be. This is what they want to do, and they got their data for it. I'm going to go deeper into it, but this one might go on a rant. And then if you want me to agree to this, this has to be reduced drastically. This should be a very small test pilot. Not throwing billions of dollars, and then it's gonna be it's gonna go to waste and not gonna see any result. This was a cheat. Um this was a treat elderly people who are obese through intensive behavioral therapy. Look, I want obesity re- re- to reduce because that's a very big problem in America. And if people want to deny it, then um, you go ahead and live on the rock. But I'm not going to live on the rock. That's you. You want to live a comfortable life? That's on you. Not me. Okay. And this one has some bipartisan support. That's the tricky part. I read the names of these people and I already know some of them without even um, researching them because they they popped on the news a few times um, it, has, it has bipartisan support and I'll break down who these senators are okay so it's not this is not just a democrat thing it's not just a republican thing it's bipartisan meaning so far there's consensus within both parties and then this thing passes through the Committee, it could pass, it might even pass through the Senate, and it says the House most Democrat. And this is more of a Democrat leaning bill because this is money going to dump in the Medicaid, um, and it has a chance of passing through. And this is S596 Treat and Reduce Obesity Act of 2021. That's the name of the bill. It has nothing fancy to it, nothing fancy to it. So, those are your three items one is Los Angeles. Biden um, posing the $400 billion spent on the $2 trillion infrastructure in this bill. All right, th- 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 these are your bills here. That's just for primary politics. Now for mid-game, mid-game. Two-thirds of Americans have played video games to escape. I'm part of that two-thirds. I'm part of that two-thirds. Yeah. Just my video game time was decreasing a little, um, you know, longer because, you know, responsibilities and like to go out more. Yeah, I'm one of those that found a relief during the crazy lockdown. Two-thirds of Americans play video games. Good. All right. Look at that. Look at that, that that Republican fake story that it keeps spewing. No, Americans are not listening to that. Good. Good good for America on that one. Good for America. And then um, we got some bad news for Future Rage 4, Mr. X, Nightmare DLC. This only affects one system, the Nintendo Switch. And sadly, I'm part of this group because I have this for the Nintendo Switch. And... They haven't put the damn DLC. What is going on with that? What's going on with that? I mean, that's a big, big error right there. 
I'm sure they're fixing it as quick as possible. It's just... Well, Nintendo could be a bit bureaucratic with the verification process. And I've checked it today, this morning, and it's still not fixed. And then we're going to talk about a, a classic, Super Mario 64, being sold a very, very, very high price. Yeah. Very, 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 very high price. Um, they got cheap options to uh <laughs> get it, but if you want to be a collector of the original, um, good luck. Man, millions of dollars to spare, bro. So that's all you got for that one. Um. So yeah, your three items there. Two thirds of America play video games during pandemic. During pandemic, has escaped. There's some technical issues with Mr. X Nightmare only for the Nintendo Switch. The PlayStation Four and the Xbox One are fine. They're fine. And then the sealed, untouched copy of Zumaru sixty four has been sold for millions of dollars for. You know, it it's crazy. That's sold. I mean people still go for this game. I remember when I saw that game because I was like, whoa. It was revolutionary. Weird topic finale, you only got one topic. This is related to history. There's there's interesting things that both you and I most likely don't know about medieval toilets. And I'm going to tell you right now, some things you're thinking about with a, a today's Mars toilet is completely different from a medieval toilet. This is pre-plumbing toilet. Yeah, so use your imagination what it's like. Uh, what I'm going to tell you is the, the, the process of cleaning the toilet was far more manual and far more disgusting. You think cleaning a modern toilet is disgusting? Wait till you hear about this. Alrighty then. These are your items for the 78th episode. And we'll reach the first segment right after our usual sponsor. Anchor is a free podcasting app that is perfect for beginners. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast. Anchor will distribute your podcast so that it could be heard in other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. I'm going to repeat. It is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M to get started. What are you waiting for? I've been doing this for about a year now. And if you really have the passion to start a podcast, you should do it. 
It's fun and easy. Welcome, everyone, to Primary Politics. This is the first segment of the Peer Podcast. So the first item here, and this is what I got from the National Review, Los Angeles just decided to reimpose this indoor mask mandate. Now, why would they do that? First of all, it's very densely populated. It has over 10 million people. Yeah, 10 million. Yeesh. That's a lot of people one county. And new cases has been going up. There's an over a thousand new ones a day. Yeah, that's about to spread like wildfire. While over 400 has been hospitalized with an illness. So they just, so they're not going fully back, but they have uh, restored a restriction of, you know, we got to wear a mask when you're inside. So this thing already, um, this thing already took place because it started yesterday. Uh, he was getting infected with this Delta variant. And the reason why I'm talking about this, and I try to avoid talking about this virus thing, but kind of going backwards, just want to give you a little heads up. Um, and other cities might follow suit. Other cities in California. States like Oregon, Washington State, even New York. Just you there big cities. I'm sure cities are gonna follow suit because based on political orientation, the more Democrat is in general, the more that they are more, the more likely they are to um, reins reimpose mass mandate. The Blasio say he's not going to, but um, so far he's been holding his promise shockingly. I'm normally ba- I'm normally happy to bash him. He's been holding his promise so far. I gotta say, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. And we got brief commentary from Scott Gottlieb, who worked during the Trump administration as a former director of, of the FDA Food and Drug Administration. He says you gotta take precautions in um, densely populated areas, especially those who are elderly and people who are immune, no compromised. Well said. It's not always elderly that's vulnerable. It's people's immune compromise. People got asthma. You know, most people too, and they don't have to be old. They don't have to be elderly. Okay. So that's what you get. And we got some stats for you. Sixty-nine percent of eligible residents have received at least one dose. Sixty-one percent is fully vaccinated. And this is according to Los Angeles Public Health Dashboard. Among residents age 65 over, um, they have 80% of them got one dose, while 77% of them got fully vaccinated. So they are taking this very seriously for the most part. You can't blame the public. They're trying their best over there. I got to give them that credit. All right. Not so good news, but um, this one, it has some logic to it. Because it's densely populated. If we're gonna post the same damn thing across statewide, then I will be upset. That this is city. Too many people. That's how the virus spreads very quickly. It doesn't take a scientist to know that. I'm not a scientist. I don't have any medical degree, but just takes basic brain usage to figure that out. Okay. That's all. That's all. 
Now on a potentially positive news, and the source of this one is Skill Nursing News. Pretty niche. Biden has proposed a $400 billion plan, which is intended to boost uh, Medicaid significantly um, and support caregivers and expand home-based care. So he plans to even um, increase their wages, which they deserve. There's no argument for me on that. I mean, they deserve it. They deserve it. And if they think, if you think their work is worth $5 an hour, go be in their shoes one day, okay? You don't understand home health aid. You understand nothing. Go be in their shoes before you open your stupid mouth. Problem is not that specific. Um, they should, should be um, raised um, across the board, and you know, New York City. I think most of the state now has fifteen dollar um minimum wage, unless that's been halted. I know New York City does, and for me, I'll propose an increase of seventeen, even eighteen dollars an hour. They do a lot of work, even though they deal with mostly one patient, some even take care of two. Okay. They have to deal with traveling. They have to deal with the risk of this virus. All right. They have to deal with patients who are not always easy. They have to use critical thinking that will be expected of a teacher. How are you going to solve this? How are you going to solve the children's distraction? Some were very creative. And, you know, I've admired them once I learned in depth about what was um, a Monfay, man. It's not easy. Agency people don't give them much respect, especially coordinators. Let's just be very clear. They need that. And they need way more. They need better medical coverage, too. Not just increased wages and better medical coverage with the higher wages I'm sure that's gonna help to some degree I mean the people who's been working there I just sound like uh, I'm doing identity politics here but it's so blatant this fact that I can't avoid it a lot of it majority are women and majority is ironically the minority what I already mean, black, Asian, Indian, those folks. It's very rare to find a white home care worker, especially in New York City. And as we white, it's most likely Russian or Polish. These are some demographics. This is not all of them, obviously. So... Better crack down on nursing homes. Yeah, you should do a crackdown on Cuomo. He mismanaged that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crack down on him. And that gets him successfully impeached. I'm happy with that. But something tells me, you know, you might get somebody worse. Sometimes when you sometimes replacement is worse than the original. So I don't know. I gotta be careful with that one. He's bad, but he's definitely not the worst. 
dope head. Now Mayor de Blasio's the worst. He sacked this city in half. You know, some places there are bumville. You know, nursing homes got low um, occupancy, good. And we need to, we really need to um, definitely increase Medicaid funding because a lot of them do depend on that. Normally, I am not for a bailout or any of this. When it comes to big corporations, I have an entirely different perspective. Let them suffer for their stupid consequences for irresponsibly and stupidly spending money. No, they should just suffer. Collapse. They do well, they thrive. If they suck, they fall apart. I supply to small businesses. Why well, has to be different with them? There's a whole long fact sheet. I'm gonna attach that. But um, this is more detail about the infrastructure package. It's called the American Jobs Plan. And God, when well, I really want this to go through. I am independent. I am loyal to neither party. I don't give a damn about loyalty to the party. What I give a damn about is helping America recover. That's all I care about. So my positions will be left some issues. Something's going to be right. Something's going to be odd. Or it's going to even be bipartisan, rarely. We need to outcompete China. Why are we doing things now? It's laughable. So that's the context of that. You can read more about that. I'm probably going to do a whole episode just based on that. That's a pretty long fact sheet. And I have a time constraint. And I don't want to try to... I'm trying to stay under 28 minutes. So that's my deal. So that's your second item. All right, this one here, this bill. This is the third and final item. I have a problem with this one. This is code S596, Treat and Reduce Obesity Act of 2021. Now, what is this bill all about? It's about, they already gave some facts about only 41% of adults, age 16 and over, had obesity in 2015 and 16, as representing more than 27 million people. And NIH, National Institutes of Health, have reported obesity and overweight is our second leading cause of death nationally which estimated about 300,000 deaths per a year attribute to the epidemic. Yeah, I'm sure obesity played a big role. And someone denied it when I asked the questions and obesity didn't do anything about it. This is coming from a chief medical officer. I asked that specific question. He said, no, it has nothing to do with um, intensifying that. No, that is such bullshit. When you're fatter in general, especially where the major organs are at, especially when the fat's deposit there, you're going to be more prone to diseases. It's a fact. Oh, my goodness. Thank God I'm aware. Just thank the Lord. And if God offends you, you need to um, get your demons in check. Because he told this to me. I asked this question during the, the medical session. Very simple question, too. And it wasn't trying to get him. 
I was genuinely want to know what was going on. Does obesity contribute to it? He said no. No, it does not. That is such bull. How come America has one of the highest death rate? Bull. Bull, bull, bull. I'm about to get worked up already. Let me continue with the facts. Number three, obesity increased chronic diseases and conditions including high blood pressure, heart disease, certain cancers, arthritis, mental illness, or I believe that. Lipid, which I was interested, I'm shocked they even put that in there. Lipid disorders, sleep apnea, and type 2 diabetes. More than half of the Medicare beneficiaries are treated for five or more chronic conditions per year. The rate of obesity among Medicare beneficiaries, this is Medicare only, because of course the age population, it doubled from 1987 to 2002 and nearly doubled again in 2016. I bet it's going to double again, double again, double again on the current trajectory that we in. This impacts a little more on men, more than women. Why? Because women's body is designed to hold fat better. On average, women's in, um, internal resistance is far better than a man's. It's like man's, the our external resistance is better than a woman's. Okay? It increased lifespan of a man of 1.6 years, so it affects man a little more. Of course, a man's body's not designed to accumulate much fat. An average, average, again, doesn't apply to every single person. 1.4 years in women. The direct or indirect care uh, cost of obesity was more than $427.8 billion in 2014 and is growing. So... If you want to cut costs, they um, insist on throwing more money. What you should do is um, have hospitals and all these um, healthcare, um, even um, healthcare agencies. I mean, the home care workers, they try their best, but some patients are just stubborn. I'm not naming names. I'm just giving generals generals based and I talk to them this is not me making things up this is not gene of bottle fiction this is reality okay you want to deny it that's up to you an average Medicare beneficiary with obesity costs over two thousand dollars more than a healthy weight beneficiary okay it's just growing too high and in short they want an evidence-based community-based lifestyle as approved by the secretary. I hope the secretary knows health really well because if they don't, this is a, just a politician and I think they're referring to health secretary. I just hope this health secretary is not a hack. Oh. The sad part is I already know this person's a hack, so. Look, you want to prove me wrong? I could be proven wrong here. Let me just be clear. This is just purely my opinion. This is why I yell. But some, but some things are true. Some things are, you know, you give, you know, you believe you want to believe. That's up to you. But the intense behavior therapy, okay, yeah, all right. So the attack is somewhere. It's not just replacing healthy foods and all that, which is a part of it. Exercise, which is a part of it. 
have a healthy network of people who, who encourage you, hold you accountable. Should be a part of it. A whole bunch of other things. Disclaimer, I'm not a health doctor or any means, shape, form. I'm not. Not at all. I'm just giving my opinion based on this bill. If the government had a better, better track record, I'll be for it. They try to they try to do to try to have a um, war against drugs failed. War against poverty failed. And I won't be surprised. This will be the next thing fail. I'm just I'm yeah, if you wanna say if you wanna say I'm cynical, you won't be wrong. You won't be wrong when it comes to government. No. I believe private companies do better in general. When it comes to a problem like this. Yeah. And people are really dedicated to it. It's also a personal um, thing. I think you should encourage people, but you shouldn't force people. We're also going to double down in their habits. Whether it's going to kill them or not. So, who are these senators who are approving this pretty vague plan? Now, I'm going to list them for you right here. First person is Thomas Carper, Senator of Delaware, Democrat. We also have Mr. Bill Cassidy, Senator of Louisiana, Republican. Mrs. Capito, Shelley Moore Capito. West Virginia, Senator of West Virginia, Republican. We got Mr. Coons. We should ban that name. <laughs> we should ban that last name. <laughs> if you want to be PC about it. Christopher A. Coons, Senator of Delaware, Democrat. Mrs. Marsha Blackburn. Senator of Tennessee, Republican. Mrs. Klobuchar, Senator of Minnesota, Democrat. Mrs. Hyde Smith, Cindy Hyde Smith, Senator of Mississippi, Republican. Mrs. Shaheen. Yep, Shaheen. Where are you, Shaheen? That name trying to escape me. Oh, there you are. Janine Shaheen, Senator of Delaware, Democrat. We also have, I know this one, Miss Kirsten Cinema, Senator of Arizona. Democrat. I also know this lady too. Miss, I don't know them personally. I'm just saying I know them based on facts. This is just purely I don't know any of these people. I have no relations with any of them. So don't misconstrue me on that. So we got Miss Joni Ernst, Senator of Iowa, Republican. We got Miss Rakowski. Lisa Murkowski, Senator of Alaska, Republican. 
Mr. Kramer, Mr. Mr. Kramer, what's his um, name there? Kevin Kramer, Senator of North Dakota, Republican. And we have Mr. Tillis, Mr. Tillis, Thom Tillis, Senator of North Carolina, Republican. And they got Mr. Heyrich. Mr. Heyrich. Senator of New Mexico. Democrat. So these are people who are part of the Senate Committee of Finance. They introduced this bill. That's got much traction. It shouldn't. I'm sure other Republicans were opposed it. Oh, God. Oh, this one. I want the Republican instruction to go through. Oh, yes, please, 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 please. Well, it should get care. Unless uh, a plan is more detailed. Also, when they are um, introducing a small scale, that we don't know. But it's something that we should know as people. Because look, our taxpayer dollars are going to this. is going to Medicare. So it means our tax dollars are going to this. This is not a privatized health insurance kind of problem. And government doesn't have a good track record when it comes to changing the nation for the better. Except when it comes to passing civil rights. That's it. I don't say that's one of the few times that they were successful. When it comes to war against drugs, war, war against poverty. They suck. They failed epically. Okay? So I got my problems with that bill. So, stating that, let's wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. Los Angeles reimposed um, indoor mask mandate because cases going up. So, she do this Delta variant. All right, very simple, short story. Biden, he should push through with this $400 billion structure package. He should. Look out for the home care workers who continue to be forgotten through this ungrateful, uninformed society. I know it sounds a little harsh, but I'm being brutally honest. People want to protest when it comes to free Britney. But what about the protests for increasing home care workers? Oh, we don't care. But look. But you know those people were idiots because you don't know why? You know who got freed instead? Bill Cosby. Yeah. Take that one. He's a criminal in my opinion, Bill Cosby. I think you shouldn't have locked him up, but the competence, but you know who you blame that? Blame the prosecutors for being such careless and sloppy schmucks. Don't blame them. No. Blame them. He's a criminal. And he wants to do tours? A lot of people oppose that. But that's... But that's... But I'm just going to briefly speak about because I'm not doing an episode on that. But my point is, people protest with such nonsense. When it comes to the real things, that mask. Eventually, a lot of us are going to need home health aids. Okay? Not all. But a good portion of people will. So you should support home care workers. 
Okay. Instead of just protesting to help Britney Spears. If you could juggle both, great. More power to you. That's all I gotta say about that. They need the help and Biden follow through. Follow through. 1199 supported you. 32BJ supported you. So don't disappoint them like you did with the Keystone Pipeline Union. Do something right here. You got a chance right now. Don't be. Don't be. Don't be. Uh, what's the word? Don't be weak. Don't be weak. Okay. And then when it comes to this tree and reduced obesity act of 2021. I don't want my tax dollars and other people's tax dollars. To go into something that's that that's might not work. Because when I, when people when certain amount of people get things for free, they don't care, they don't value it. I'm happy that they're aiming towards behavioral therapy. Look, I want obesity to be reduced. It is an issue in this country. But it's just that it's government that's the head. They have a track record of great failure. That's the reason why I'm against this. That's nothing to do with me being anti-old, anti-fat. That, 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 that's discrimination. I'm anti-discrimination. On discriminate against dumb, the inconsiderate, the toxic. I discriminate human characteristics of personalities, not, not physical traits, not age traits, and all that other stuff. That's foolish and downright stupid. Alrighty, hope you enjoyed this very, very long, usual primary politics segment. Hope you do. Um, and remember, keep your underage children, 17 or younger, away from this podcast. This is intended for adults only. My database indicated that there's a few of them listen to it. Parents, protect your children. Be more digitally savvy. Right, be more digitally savvy against that because you know, if you let them watch, you let them do whatever with the internet, they're gonna find a bunch of corrupted, crazy stuff. Okay, even though this is not the most edgy, the most explicit, I do shout a few curse words here and there, and I do have controversial opinions from time to time. I don't expect the youth to handle it well, but I expect you, the adult, to handle it better. Okay? So, besides from that, this is it. This is the end, and we're going to reach the second segment really, really soon. Welcome to the second segment of this podcast. This is called Mid-Game, and we have three items here. So we have a stat, a pretty amazing stat. I don't know how they caught this many people, but I'm really amazed here. Normally I'm not amazed by surveys because only a few thousand people, and they say that's the fact, that's a fact, but that's just that's such crap. That's crap. A 2,000 people out of 330 million Americans? 
That's nonsense. You expect me to believe that? All right. Anyways, before I go on the rant, um, two thirds of Americans, 227 million people, not 227,000, million people, play video games as an escape and stress relief during the lockdown. And I believe this 200%. I am part of that 66%. Believe me, I'm part of, I am proud to be part of that 66%. Especially that all that Animal Crossing. Forget it. Forget it. Uh, well, I didn't play the father. I didn't play the popular trends. But, um, you know. Oh, you know, and that stupid Fortnite game. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a fan of Fortnite. I'm going to... I'm gonna just be honest with him. He's not a fan of it. And Call of Duty too. Uh, more than fifty-five percent of the players said they play more games during pandemic, while most ninety percent players will continue to play after the country opens up. What? This is a survey of four thousand U.S. adults. But what's the good stuff? That's not a real survey. That's bull. Next. For the players during the pandemic, video games are a source of relief and distraction. I mean, duh. Why else are you going to play a video game? Okay. Children, 31%. Oh, yeah. I mean, parents have the video game. Especially, you know, the child annoys you. You love the kid, don't get me wrong. But, you know, I both need a break from each other here and there. Not a lot, just here and there. Um. Oh, even more parents begin to play games with their kids. Oh, that's good. Oh, family, you know, modern family tradition. You know, I mean, playing games has been going up. Um. So overall, more Americans, 227 million, say they play video games, up from 214 million. Damn. I wish political surveys could be in this massive scale. We have a more accurate assessment. Instead of just polling a thousand, two thousand morons who don't got a life. And that's the opinion we're going to go by? Nonsense. See, we need this kind of scale of polling. Then we get a more true opinion. Yeah, but you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. No, you don't. No, you don't. You don't want to do that because that, that's going to ruin your narrative. You're afraid of pop, the popular people ain't going to go along with it. Normal person is not going to go along with the narrative. All right. Well, the facts stand out. 67% of American adults are 18 over players. 76% of U.S. children play games. The average view game player is 31 years old. Wow. 45% of games identify as female. 80% of video game players are US or, or adults over 18. One and a half for gamers. That means you play, according to their definition, you play um, over seven hours of games. Most popular game genre, casual games, of course. Followed by action games and shooting games. Both of them top 39%, by the way. Casual games, most popular. That's why that's why they not they not incentivize to make games difficult. You see this polling here? This is very telling. Casual game, 63%. That means a lot of people like a pretty easy game. They don't want something that's super difficult. 
let's use uh, what's a, what's this game that's very difficult. Let's use Street Your Rage. I'm gonna talk about that one anyway. Street Your Rage is not an easy game. It's easy to pick up bases. You do just a few combos, but it's hard to master. It's a tough game. You know, people are not gonna get into that. Then we get to something like Animal Crossing. You build, you find resources, you build homes, you talk to animals. You know, peaceful loving. Nah, they don't want you know beat a bunch of thugs with unforgiving AI and they counter you if you do something stupid. Nah, they don't want them. Nah. Jury don't want that. So, and video game sales are expected to go up. Of course, this is this is an industry that actually benefited. They actually benefited. Um. So, um, what do you, um, I still say. I still say video games are not going to go away anytime soon. But yeah, video games are just gonna they're here to stay. It's getting more popular. Stop, you know, not people say the opposite is true. That's such bull crap. Um this one caught a lot of people, millions of people. I didn't pick me, but I'm part of that um two thirds. So And um, they're talking about movies and all that, but I don't care. I'm not. I don't care about that. And they're saying that um, Metro, yeah, Metro is coming up with a new game, Metro Dread, as Guardians of the Galaxy. I can't wait for that one. I don't care about Halo. I don't care about Call of Duty. Okay. But the reason why I say listed because there's reasons for people to uh, play games. That's why it listed. But me, simple opinion, don't care. That's it. Alright, so we have a bug, and this bug is exclusive to Nintendo Switch. Which is sad, because I own the Switch. And I do play that game. I was planning to buy it on Friday, which is a day after the release. But no! Nintendo eShop didn't have the thing available. I said, what the hell is going on? Gave them an extra day. These digital hooligans. But what happened? An unforeseen technical era approach. Smash Brothers never had this, and they produce way more DLC content. All right, let me give these guys a break. They've been doing great. They did great with the Streets of Rage 4. It's been a great game. I'm not going to take that away from them. I just hope um, they work this and solve this problem as quickly as humanly possible. I do say as quickly as humanly possible. I don't want to be too rushed to the point that they release it again and go through another era. No, 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 no. Just get it right. Just get it right. Okay? Just get it right. So, the Xbox One players, PlayStation 4 players, didn't experience this problem. They joined a DLC. I want to play it, but um, that's just not happening. I don't know when it's going to be resolved, but I hope they do resolve that really, really soon. I know Demon 2 is doing their best on that. I just hope Nintendo doesn't act so bureaucratic. Okay. And so we got the Super Mario 64. Um, have sold. Um, 
one. I mean, it sold. It it sold, and this is record breaking. Retro experts are skeptical, but I don't care. What I care about is this information. A sealed model sixty four has gained one point five million dollars. This is my advice to people: buy two copies of games. Save oh, and get the collector's edition if possible. Keep that as sealed as possible. Don't even touch that thing. Protect it. I mean, hey, hey, look, look. You wanna venture millions of dollars in the game? You know, learn from this. Learn from this. Okay. So this one was close to perfect condition. It's 98% um, new. Factory sealed. 1996 with more 64. I mean, damn! This this desperate wealthy person decided to throw in 1.56 million dollars. A very rare Super Mario 64. Thank God there are much more affordable ways for this. You can just download it digitally for probably $20 or something like that. Don't quote me. Don't take me seriously on that one. But some are beginning to be skeptical about it. And what's the skepticism? You know, this game did very well in 1996. And I remember I was a kid at that time. Kid. And that game did well. I mean, before this game used to be sold for like 38,000, even less. But now with these crazy auctions, they be sold for over a hundred thousand. And this one here, one point five million. So, hmm. I don't know if I was these people. I would put money for those who really need it. I don't know why you would spend one point five million dollars. Oh, that's just me. These are these are collectors. I'm assuming wealthy collectors. A sudden jump for thirty eight k for one point five million feels wrong. It feels wrong, but is it wrong? Okay. Okay. So. See, this is transparency that I kind of respect here. Corner Heritage, it claimed 20% of the total price. So, of course, you got to make profit because they're the ones that um, do the service of auctioning. Um, they verified that the bidder was qualified. Not related. Okay, so there's no conflict of interest there. That's what they're saying. Okay, that's good to know. All right. Now, yeah, that's it for the, for this one. So let's wrap this one up. Let's wrap this one up. So two thirds of Americans play video games. It's gonna be popular, of course. They played it to you know stress relief, you know, escape the reality that you was locked down, especially last year. 
especially games like Animal Crossing. That's a super well. I mean, that game was released at a perfect time. Millions and millions and millions of people got it. I'm sure they made billions and billions of dollars. Of course, other games too, but I don't care about them. I don't play Animal Crossing because I could just fall asleep on that game. You know, I'm a picky gamer. I'm a picky gamer. A lot of them over 18. Games are continuous. The games are here to stay. It's not going down anytime soon. If anything, it's going to slightly increase. It has some room to increase. Not by that much, though. 66% of Americans. I'm part of that 66%. Even though I wasn't surveyed. Probably a little more than that. Nintendo is going to fix that issue that wasn't available on eShop. And Nintendo, hurry ass is up and verify it already. Make sure everything goes good. Then we don't have to go through uh, this craziness again. And then a sealed Mario 64 copy, which is close to perfect. Made 1.5 million dollars this is record-breaking i mean a mint game like that will cost 28 to thirty-eight thousand dollars, but they give it 1.5 million well it's an auction people bet money you know th- th- this was an auction so that's why it creeped that much obviously you know you'd be you know you'd be surprised i'm sure they probably start this bid at probably twenty thousand dollars or one of them said fifty one of them said a hundred thousand one of them said two hundred thousand one said five hundred thousand one said a million one said 1.5 million and then before you know it so that's how it went it jumps like that because there are i'm assuming wealthy collectors one day say look i got the original copy of mars 64 Collectors are obsessive. They should use that money differently, but this is more than advice. I'm not telling them what to do. That's their money. They do whatever they do whatever they want with it. And then of course her just had to prove that this bidder was totally legit. That's what they said. That this person's not related. They're not an insider of any way. And that's it. So that's what they said, and that's still, um, and still, um, skepticism persists. Oh well, you can win with everybody. What can I say? Alrighty then, that is it for mid game. We're gonna reach the third and final segment really, really soon. You made it. You made it to the third and final segment of this podcast called Weird Topic Finale, or WTF for short. We got a very weird story for you, and warning, you will need a strong stomach because some things I'm going to tell you about this article is just downright gross. And this is medieval history regarding the use of the toilet. Yeah. Your expectations of this segment to be gross, you will be absolutely correct. But you know, this is random. You know, this is, this is the for me the most fun part. 
Sometimes. Sometimes. So, we're going to learn about weird things about how the toilet was used during medieval times. Not like the modern toilet. You just dump your dirty business there and then it flushes. It's all gone. It's a little different back then, and um, this they fun they focus on functionality, not just beauty, not just you know convenience, all that. It was also used militaristically, and I want to tell you why. Okay, and when people took a dump at that time. They took a sh- when when they dumped all their shit out. They went to this long, 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 long. What I call it? Canal, a hole, where the servant had to dig up and clean the crap. Yeah, the servant had to dig up all that mountain, that bio brownie, that shit that built up. Got to clean up. Yeah, manually. Yeah, you, yeah, you. <laughs> you think your life is gross? Now during the medieval times, yeah, none on that. Um, you know, <laughs> this happened, of course, in Europe. Roman Empire fell apart. People's fighting for power. Most average people just lucky to eat and survive. Of course, the wealthy people have the resources. And they took 10 years to build these castles. And they were very expensive. You know. And one example, King Edward the first nearly bankrupted his own treasury because he used over 100,000 pounds of his Welsh defenses. With toys of design. You know, they designed toilets to keep the enemy away. So the enemy could smell that funk, that filth, before they decided to invade the castle. A lot of them were moat, so they were flowing water. Some of the crap made it the water, some of them did not. Oh, who could imagine the smell? <laughs> if you have a weak stomach, <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, just skip this segment. Just skip it. Just skip it. I don't care if you don't listen to it. Just skip it. Because it, it gets worse. You know, they did this, and especially, you know, invading the enemies, they go through that path. Oh, look at the underground path. Let's go right down there. Let's let's go invade the damn enemy. Oh, shit, it stank. Yep. <laughs> interesting. Interesting use. Hey, you gotta work with what you have. You gotta work with what you have. And you know that crap piles up. You know the king, the queen, their children. It built up. Now, thank God we don't have that anymore. Oof. Not America. Oof. Thank God. That you know they use this military. Military. Eh, eh, the smell will discourage the enemy from coming. And I don't work all the time. Believe me, some castles got taken down. Some people were tough. Especially, you know, tough stomachs. 
show that uh, um, they must have a training for that. I hope. Oh, I'm saying I'm hope. Look at that. Me. No, these things. These things really did happen. These toilets were built within palace walls. It was convenient for people that lived there to dump their business, while it was inconvenient for the outsider invaders to come in. Ah, what's that smell? No, but what happened with King Richard I's um, French palace um, chateau was siege. So that design didn't always work. So the enemies found a way around that. Um, this happened at 1203. I don't know. I mean, look, you've got the picture right there. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Look at it. It's just a wall, that castle. Destroyed. All right. Actually, no, they didn't give, they give that picture. How deceptive. This is actually Switzerland. This is a castle in Scotland that got destroyed. It didn't work all the time. I mean, but the ones who execute this design correctly, and I'm gonna be serious, is that when they dump when they dump that waste, you know, the, the river will flush it out if it's designed properly. If not designed properly, oof, a lot of people is gonna suffer the consequences. So, look, and I mean, this was a job back then. These were called gong farmers. And these unfortunate people, very unfortunate people, had to clean the crap that built up at the end of the pipe. Not even a pipe. They didn't have a pipe. The end of the crap way, I'm going to call it. There was no pipes at that time. And they receive pay based on how much crap they have removed. So pay wasn't by hour. It was about how much shit it was able to remove. So if you didn't do a good job, well, you peasant. You did a great job, you get decent wages. When in this filthy design ended? Oh, and you know some of these toilets at the time this is inconceivable and modern pretty you know decently wealthy societies you know some of these craps have no privacy you had to just dump your crap right there while people were watching there was no privacy no doors no dividers you know i mean look at the roman empire just have a you know you had to take a dump outside you had to take a shit outside Oh, you feel so embarrassed to show your, your front privates, your back privates. This is how it was done back then. There's no such thing as dividers and curtains. Or at least not to that use. Oh, man. They had to fill their buckets with water, dump it at the feces and removed it. Most people get paid well if they did the job well. They didn't. <laughs> Some were just downright removed. Okay. One of them even just throw fire at the crab to make sure they all were removed and it caused a fire that spread through the palace. Hmm. Yeah, so uh, let's. This is why we should appreciate because we don't have to deal with public toilets. Well, yeah, you do your. Your ones and twos, okay? They had to be public. 
No, no, no. So if you're weighing your cha-cha was exposed, that's your problem at that time. That's why you should thank God that even most, even good amount of poor people don't even have to go through that. Not all of them, unfortunately. Sadly, this is not evenly. I do understand that. Certain poor societies, they still have to do this, unfortunately. I'm talking about mostly America. I'm saying, you know, appreciate in the Western European countries, even the Eastern European countries, any wealthy nations in Africa and Asia, oh, in Australia in general, appreciate that you have your privacy. You don't have to expose your wang and cha-chas in public. All right, why I tell you this is because of uh, obviously you should uh, be more grateful. You have privacy when you do your business, okay? Instead of you know crapping through that dig tunnel, put you know and and that and that shit build it up and build up mountains even. Imagine those gong farmers. Well, eventually that job got removed after plumbing. Every time a technological change happens, some jobs go away and new jobs be added. That's why you need to adapt with times if you want to be employable. That's that's another thing I got from this. Indirectly. It's indirect, but... Look, a gong farmer was replaced with a plumber. Thanks to plumbing. The thing that we take for granted, most first world people. They take us for granted. Alright, enough said. Hope you learned something interesting from this. And, um, all I gotta say is appreciate. You're gonna have to deal with crap smells. And you, you don't have to. You definitely want to be a gong farmer because you had your job was to clean the crap that was building up. It's so like that, you know, the smell. You know, you had to balance it out. You had to keep it there when the enemy was there because you want the enemy to invade. And you had to clean it out when the enemy wasn't coming. And they got paid by performance, by how much crap they was able to remove. Now, of course, people that paid were wealthy um, castle owners. And they lived in a separate place because they didn't want to, you know, they didn't want to live with them. Deal with that gunk smell. I'm not saying this is right, but this is how it was done back then. This is how the whole thing was done back then. This is, you know, Europe was falling apart at that time. Ironically, during this time, in general, African and Asian kingdoms were thriving. Yeah. Now you had the golden ages. It wasn't always poor in those continents. That's very prejudiced of you to assume that. But that'll be for probably a whole nother episode. I'll talk about Mansa Musa and probably an Asian ruler or two, depending so, I hope you learned something from this weird aura. Tell you because this is a point. Uh, this is um lesson of gratitude and adapt with times because of course that job is not available anymore. 
So don't you dare go to Craigslist or all these other job sites. Yeah, I put the worst one in there, Craigslist. For Gong Farmer. And if they have that, most likely they're trolling with you. So that's all I want to say from that. All righty, then enough of this. Got to wrap it up. You have a good day or night. And God bless you.